Hey there, and welcome back to Positive Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We're your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, we got a bunch of new releases on my end. Jeff's coming in with two. I'm coming in with seven. So we'll get you some new music. It's been a great release week. Coming in a at the end of the release month. week. At the end of the fun. month, it seems like it always has better releases. Um, well, we got a couple coming up for me next week. So we got yeah. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers coming up. So we yeah. got some, some ones I'm looking forward to. We got some albums that Jeff and I brought. We kind of went completely different routes, but both in the same idea, in a sense. Um, yeah, kind of. Very influential. We'll say that. And then we also have our guest on this week, Nate. Uh, yeah, so Nate's one of my uh, buddies that I've been gaming with for quite a while now. Um, you know, and I'm been, sorry about that. I don't know. I, don't know. I, mean, I am too. Sorry. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't I just send you got to get Nate right into the this rip on Matt right oh, away yeah. here. Seriously. Why don't you That'd introduce be... yourself a little bit here, Nate? Hi, I'm Nate. I am 27 years old out at Green Bay, Wisconsin. I've known Matt for, say, going on two-ish years right now, give or take. And uh, yeah, just excited to be here. I do listen to you guys, I think, almost every podcast uh, since I started listening. So uh, excited to be here. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, all thanks right. for all your time there, Nate. Have a good night. We'll talk <laughs> yep. to you. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, hey, on. I'm in a mood, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Um, so, Apparently. so I did a lot of new releases this week. Um, so I'm just going to kind of shotgun blast them at you guys. Just a heads up here. I'm Ready? Throw out a bunch go. To keep going. All right. Uh, first one, uh, Charlie XCX's Crash. This was a very fun album from the indie pop artist, Charlie XCX. Uh, she's, you know, pretty iconic for the indie scene um this is a very fun album i think there was only three songs that i didn't care for those being it's short oh yeah uh 12 better than the shit i had to listen to this week that you cannot describe that because you will hate this if i gave you a charlie x no, i would not this would hate it. but at least i'd only have to waste 33 minutes and not over an hour nate <laughs> so so that's the songs i didn't like uh good ones i didn't like lightning and I didn't like twice. Everything else on the album I thought was very good. Very fun. Uh, do you want to play the song Used to Know Me? Used to Know Me. Oh, that's way down toward the end. Okay, got it. You had me around your finger. You had me on the floor. I used to be your angel. Now I'm walking out your door. You say you're dirty evil. I say I'm finally pure. Shine bright in my reflection. Think I lost myself before. I gotta tell you that actually sounds kind of fun yeah it so that was one of the more faster upbeat kind of like european pop sounding uh like club music uh okay, but the rest okay, of this answer, album, the, answer this question then what's up according according to spotify yes this is on the album crash correct yes well she's already got a deluxe of this brand new album out what the hell is that uh it was probably released last because it was released probably two weeks ago or last week when we didn't have one and then another one well, this has got 16 songs on it versus 12. Yeah, so, so there's four, four. So what? how does the deluxe version already come out? It just came out. Hey, well, could this came out like, uh, it probably came out this weekend. And the other one came out last weekend. Oh, okay. So she released one one weekend and then put the deluxe out the next weekend? Yep, pretty much. You hurry but, up and record four more songs or what? But this is an eight out of 10. This wow. This is fantastic. 
This is one I'm going to be wow. looking at towards the end of the year for my album of the year list. Did you get that one, Nate? I got that. I got I that. will say this is not my only top tier album. This album was fantastic Ooh. for listening this weekend. All right. Well, let's speed it up. Let's go. Okay. Uh, next one was Coin. Uh, yeah, we're fine. Coin with the album Uncanny Valley. This is another shorter one with 14 tracks, 39 minutes. This was also very fun. It kept me along the whole time. Um, songs like Cutie, Chapstick, Brad Pitt, I Think I Met You in a Dream, Take the Stairs, Getting Older, and Plug Me In are all fantastic. Those are the songs that I have picked out that I actually really enjoy. Um, this is a 7 out of 10 as well. This wow. and, and this isn't even the top one that I was even talking about. I had a fantastic week and then two absolutely shit albums um but wow oh yeah they were ones at zero um whoa holy shit that's worse than flume no that's the same as flume that's the same as flume to come okay. for you uh but do you want to play this song brad pitt I actually really will like do that one bit of brad pitt from coin off the album uncanny valley very fun i recommend that one it's an indie pop kind of sounding album so a lot of fun uh another indie pop album very big on the indie this weekend was uh wallows with the album tell me that it's over you know this one i had i had a little expectation coming into it but i didn't have too much because this is wallow's second studio album uh their first one being in 2019 which so three uh, years that's, the, that's the long real interesting the real interesting part about it is one of their front men uh was originally an actor and you can see him in multiple movies i can't remember uh what movies he's in hold on uh let me look it up yeah i'm looking it up so he is most notable for being in 13 reasons why as the main character which is actually oh, oh isn't that one? that weird one about the suicide thing? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's a that's a weird show. Yep. Anyway. But he's also in Don't Breathe. He's in Scream and Goosebumps. He's got some bigger roles. So it's fun to see that he also has a side project like Wallows, which is actually pretty fun. Cool. Um, I mean, this is there. There was some hope, and I came out above average. Uh, this is a six out of ten. I okay. liked it. I think that there are parts where he could have been better. They could have been better. It's a three-man band. But um, songs like Hard to Believe, At the End of the Day, and Permanent Price are actually pretty good. Uh, if you want to play this song, At the End of the Day. Oh, that's got a little twist to it. I wasn't expecting yeah. that voice. Yeah, it's a little softer, a little calmer, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So is that guy the singer then? Yes. 
Yeah, okay. I thought I recognized that voice. Yep. Yeah, you so know, that's... he's got more of a like an 80s new age sounding oh yeah vibe to they, it. They they're very different than their first album. So it was kind of interesting to listen to it. And I actually had a really big blast listening to it. I mean, this is this week has been fantastic. But we're gonna uh we're gonna talk about now my favorite release of the weekend. This should come to no surprise. Uh this is Denzel Curry with the album Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. This was fantastic. Denzel Curry is a great artist. Anytime he releases an album, I'm always excited. Um, Unlocked from 2020 being one of my favorites from that year. Uh, Denzel is just, it, he just doesn't miss, I don't think. Looks like he's got a lot, of, uh, a, lot of, a lot of features on here too. He does. I mean, but you look at them, there's some of them like T-Pain. You got Black, Rico Nasty, J.I.D., Josiah, Powers Pleasant slow tie they're big names it's fun to hear what they do and he delivers uh the only songs i didn't care for worst comes to worst um mental and the smell of death those are the only three songs i didn't care for but the Hmm. rest of these songs on here fantastic if you like rap if you like more of an underground experimental style of rap this is what you need to listen to i i cannot preach this enough denzel is fantastic Please listen to this album. This is a nine out of ten. Wow, is fantastic. I, I'm looking at this being one of my favorite of the year. Uh, It's gonna be hard to top this right now. Jeez. Um, but do you want to play the song "Walking"? Walking number two. Walking with my back to the sun, keep my head to the sky. Me against the world, to see myself and I like daylight. Got in touch with my soul. Train us awfully on the path down the rockiest road. Life isn't ice cream without monopoly dough. The property grows in value, and rightfully so. I gotta have it. I see the way the people get treated is problematic. They ready to set us up for failure. It's yeah, we just get into the fun stuff there. But the vibe of that song is fantastic. The flow to it is great uh i it was a single that came out i think two or three weeks ago and i could not stop listening to it kind of hmm. similar to uh doja a couple weeks ago uh i cannot yeah, speaking of doja did you see the latest oh, news on her yeah she wants to be done with music or she's done yep. with music yeah sounds like she's done which is kind of interesting i liked her last album it made my top 25 honorable mentions of last year so you know you get the bag and you just run you know <laughs> well there you go you make you make your dough and run right that's fair i mean yeah, I got a I got a good fact about uh, Denzel Curry. Uh, we were born on the exact same day. We're the same age, so coincidence? Wow, Nate, you're I don't Denzel know. Curry? Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Wow. Uh, Nate, I don't see your name anywhere here on Spotify. By the way, it's Denzel Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh... Denzel Curry. There you go. <laughs> Dang, that oh, is that's cool. funny. Awesome. Yeah, that is really interesting. All right, let's go um, to your shitty ones. Yeah, so the first one, Marin Morris with the album Humble Quest. Uh, I I saw this. I know Marin Morris was one of the biggest releases this weekend, so I knew that I had to listen to it. Isn't she country? Yes. You listen to her country? Yes. And well, who are you again? What's your name? Is your name I Nate? Need, no, what? Nate hates country. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would put money down that Nate hates country more than I hate country. And I hate uh, country. I like maybe two songs. That's a big deal. And it's I after I have artists. a few, you know? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, in the middle of summer, too. You have to be on a boat in the middle of summer. Yeah. Okay. And country so, is okay. So after you've had a few and the country comes on, 
it's amazing how many words you actually know of that song, isn't it? Well, you know, it's um, it's a, like a lot. Yeah, it's like a lot of country music where you you hear it and you're like, oh, that's that song, you know? <laughs> yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like going when you guys write, you know, the albums you recommended me. I'm like, oh, this is what those songs were. I never really. Like, think I'm sure that. you listen to more of Matt's than mine, so I'm uh, pretty sure of that. I listened to yours in the gym the whole time. Oh, that there was, you go. That, those are bangers. I like those. Yeah, that, that <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, this is the kind of country I hate, uh, to put it lightly. Wow. Um, it is churned out, run-of-the-mill, pop, country-sounding garbage. Uh, I no, hate to too say bad. it. It really is, because Marin Morris came onto the scene with more of an indie country sound, and now she's mainstream, and it's gone to that pop-sounding bullshit. I mm. hate it. I, I really do. I I can't get behind it, and I really wanted to. And I isn't hope your wife a, a Marin Morris fan? Yes. Aha, uh-huh, that's why I, I listen to and, it. And the worst I know, part now about I know this, why you listen to it. Uh, well, also I've seen Marin Morris in concert. Oh, I'm sure you have. I have. They, they had appeasement, you know, those Browning points. You gotta. That's right. Gotta I, make her she, happy. She opened for Niall Horan, so the one D or Niall Horan. Seen him in concert, but she opened for him. I I don't think I would. I, I don't I don't think I would say anything that you knew about that. I would probably run away from that yeah. you did that. Yeah. yeah. Don't admit to that again. You know, I would Do much it. rather see Recorded. Harry Styles. I I actually really enjoy Harry Styles again. music. Oh, wow, just, that's yeah, I'm with your dad there. I don't know if you want it. I yeah, I, I, just, really, I just think you need I to will just say run. I am I very much so enjoy Harry Styles' first debut album. Well, Nate, we can just kick had. Matt off of this, and he, we can just finish it up ourselves <laughs> at this point. Uh, you know, Matt's pretty much lost every yeah credibility okay. now. He's he's talking about <laughs> Marin Morris and and uh, whatever Niles Horan and whatever Harry yeah. Styles. Yeah, you got them all, or whatever their names okay. are. What? Uh, but uh, if you like this run of the mill, churned out pop country, you'll probably like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. This is a two. Um, wow. But. It gets worse. What? The quote-unquote probably largest release. Do I want to play? I suppose that too doesn't get deserved to get. No, I I did not say anything because I was not going to have you play anything from either of these artists. Oh gosh! But MGK's mainstream sellout. God damn it! Did I have to pause this album twice through to get through it? That was that bad. It is the most corny. The most overly produced but yet underly produced flattest singing i have ever heard in my life i must be megan kelly's influence huh or megan fox's or whatever her name is i don't yeah megan fox megan fox's influence on mgk what's worse or or lack thereof they're actually decent features on an album bring me the horizon a very good rock band i like bring me the horizon little Wayne Wayne on there twice uh you have black bear you have willow smith young thug Young Thug and Gunna. And and every single one of those songs I wanted to skip. There was nothing of substance. The the song Mainstream Sellout, where he's complaining that people think he's a mainstream sellout. And him being like, I'm not. Yes, you are. It's the most mainstream thing. I hated it. it. Oh, this is terrible. This is an awful album. If wow. I never listen to this album again, I am happy. I can die peacefully. This well, album, you know, to be honest sucks. with you, you've never really been a MGK fan anyway. Tickets so to th- my this downfall is not, was not surprising. Okay. 
when he was a rapper back in the early days, he was good. I liked that. Then he went this pop punk route, decided to try and be the most fake emo thing possible. And now it's annoying and bad. The flattest singing, I swear to you, you will ever hear. It is so bad. There's nothing of substance. Please do not listen. This is a zero. This is a zero. That's that's Timmy categories. Yeah, I literally never want to listen to this album again. (laughs) Ever. Wow. I didn't think that could get any lower than that, but yep, that apparently it does. Yeah, I just I I, <laughs> I really hated it. It's like <laughs> an is it my turn? No, are you done talking or what? <laughs> uh, well, do you want to do this one together? Because we both listened to the Weezer album, which is S-Z-N-Z colon Spring. I would call it. I would call this an EP, not an LP, because it's only seven songs in twenty-one minutes. That's fair. Okay. But this is another one where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was there. Uh, I actually thought it was pretty good, except the thing is, to me, all the songs are pretty good. Nothing grabs you like an, oh, my God, you got to listen to it. But everything is decent. There's really not a bad song on it. It's definitely quirky for Weezer. But then again, Weezer is kind of quirky. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's so just, you give it? Uh, I give it a four. Oh, I gave it a six and a half. I didn't mind it. Okay. I just I think that like one of the better ones I listened to this week. There are songs that I do like. There are songs that I just they just get lost. And if you listen to the seven songs, it's just like, yeah, I listened to it. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just done and you move on. Mm-hmm. It's there. I didn't hate it as much as like Amar and Morris, but I didn't love it as much as the above average. Hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, it was just there's nothing that really stood out. No, but there was really nothing that was like that's not terrible. So I don't know. I can't, maybe I was being generous at six and a half. I was kind of looking forward to something good. <laughs> oh, so, you know. Yeah. This year. All, all right, right. You got another one? Uh, no, I'm all done. I knocked. Oh, you're all done. Out. Yeah, I, I shotgun that quick. I told you I was. Holy going shit! That was six of them. That was I seven. I lost track. I lost track. All right. Well, I guess I got one from last week. The Kid Rock's bad reputation. Oh God. Funny thing is, no, you didn't like it. Well, I kind of <laughs> did. No, I, I, I actually kind of did. No. Okay, so I, I honestly the the first line of the the first line of the first song pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the album, and I mean the rest of the album is eighteen songs, one hour and eleven minutes, which Holy blew all God. your other shit away. Okay, I'm going to read you. I even wrote the damn line down. Ready? Plug your ears if you're under 18. Oh. Fuck all you hoes. Detroit until I die, motherfucker. And yet you get upset with me for my foul language songs and no. probably at Nate coming up. Well, we'll talk about that later. But that's beside <laughs> the point. This is different. How is it? What? Well... Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> all I gotta say is, uh, "Don't tell me how to live" is the first song. Uh, r- really long album. Apparently, Kid Rock is a strong Republican. I mean, I knew he was Republican, but very, very right-sided, and it goes into this into the list of songs, which is uh, "We the People," uh, "My Kind of Country," uh, "Shakedown." Um, 
What else was on here? Ella fucking Ella Bama. fucking Bama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the first time through it, I was like, yeah. And then it started to kind of work its way into my brain a little bit. And I'm like, this ain't so bad. Oh, I mean, he's no. got, he went after TMZ. He went after the media uh, in the second song. Uh, the rest of the album just keeps on the bombardment. Uh, the third song starts off with my kind of country has a Trump and a JFK, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, Kid Rock does not shy away from controversy and it's very, very, very apparent in this album. Yeah. Typical Kid Rock fashion. The songs are catchy and grow on you. I actually gave it a seven because I'm liking it every time I listen to it. I like it more. He's just oh had this on repeat the whole week, I feel. Well, no. Okay, so here's the deal. When I, <laughs> I, I listen to him first and then I come back and I kind of browse through it again. I actually listened to this one a second time and I wasted another hour and 11 minutes or whatever the fuck it was. But holy shit, it, it got better the second time through. I'm like, okay. So the third time through it, it'll probably be a much better and I'll kind of like it. So I'm going to stick uh, with my seven. I think it's a decent album, but you got to be a Kid Rock fan and you got to expect that this is going to be. You also have right to be wing, a, a far right wing left or a far yeah. right wing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if, as long as you're okay and just listening to some of the words, the words in it are pretty good. And I, honestly, he really hasn't lost a whole lot of his, his song singing ability. So as he gets older, but like I said, the, the, the first line really pretty much set up the album for the rest of it. So it's kind of fun. I was so. curious as you were talking about it and looking at some reviews from other people. Uh, if you like Kid Rock, don't look at reviews because they kill him. One oh, yeah. person gave it a five out of 100. <laughs> a solid one out of five multiple times over. One out of tens. Mm -hmm. it, it is hated right now. I kind of want to listen to Ella fucking Bama. <laughs> oh, that, that's a fun song. Yeah. Are you so going to play You that? know what? I'm going to I'm just going to play the first 30 seconds of the first track just so you guys can hear it. Okay. So this is Don't Tell Me How to Live. Kid Rock. Fuck all you hoes. Detroit till I die, motherfucker. Talking all that bullshit. Ain't nobody going to tell me. God, I love the beginning of that song. Oh, All right. I, hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, no, that's just Kid Rock, though. I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, like Nate said earlier, you, you drink along, you, you have a couple drinks, and man, this shit gets pretty good. Sounds like a midlife crisis kind of album that he made. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you know, I think I heard him the other day saying that, uh, you know, you know, nobody's going to. You know, everybody tries to knock him down. He always keeps coming back, and he don't care what everybody else thinks. He's just going to do his own thing. So well, controversy sells. So I'm sure it's going to absolutely sell. that it does. Absolutely, it does. All right, All right. Before, hey, before we get too far into this, oh, you're going to do what I think you're going to do? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite bands lost their drummer this week. Yep. Uh, with Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters passing away at the age of 50. Uh, my heart sunk really bad when I heard that, um, just because I knew well, I was hoping to see him this, this fall. I don't know if I'm going to be able to anymore. I don't know what's going to happen to the band. I, I hope they stay together, but I mean, that was a big loss for them and the band and, the, and, you know, he's got a wife and kids and 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's my age. Holy shit. He's like 50. I'm 51 or I'll be 51 this year. So, I mean, I, I know he was born in 72, so he just turned 50 and God, man, that's just the wrong way to go. But, um, but anyway, I just, uh, you know, it's just going to be, uh, for me, it's hard. Uh, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of some of my, I don't want to call them heroes because I, I, but they're, they're my entertainers, the people that I like to, to uh, gravitate toward. And I've watched way too many of them pass way too early. You know, I, I mean, it'd be different if he's like 70, 80 years old and saying, okay, yeah, I get it. But you know, when they're dying in their, you know, forties, fifties, twenties, you guys have the same thing. You guys, yeah. I, I, Nate, I know one of your guys is gone. Um, so, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just tragic. It really is. And, you know, whether or not, you know, drugs were involved, alcohol was involved or whatever, but, you know, um, it, it not only hurts themselves, but in their families, but all the fans that, you know, that, you know, really look up to them or look forward to hearing them or, or listening to them. And, and it's just, it's just tragic. So I just wanted to say that. I, uh, I'm curious, was he in that new Foo Fighters movie that came out? He was, he is. Yeah, because that one just came out recently. Yep, yep. I was surprised to hear how young he was. For some reason, I was thinking the Foo Fighters were actually a bit older, but hearing he's only fifty years old, it's like wow. Well, I think yeah. I think Grohl is either fifty three or fifty four. I'm trying to think. I don't Let think me, I'm looking it up right now. I I, I only Dave I think Grohl is fifty three. Fifty three. So, I mean, they're all about the same age. I mean. Nirvana really hit the scene. Uh, well, 90, well, uh, 1990 was probably 89, 90 ish. Yep. And then Grohl joined and it just before, um, never mind. And then, um, you know, so, but Grohl was like 18, 19 years old when he joined that band. So, I mean, he's been around a while. Yeah. But I mean, he started young, so yeah, that makes sense. They're lifers. Mm-hmm. Well, and when we went to Slipknot the other week, which was an awesome concert, by the way, it was very fun. Oh, um, you know, Corey Taylor's what forty? What do you say, forty-seven or forty-eight? Yeah. So he's I mean, getting he's getting up there, up there in age too. So mm-hmm. I mean, some of the guys that we listen to now, or I listen to now, are starting to get old too. So sooner or later, they're going to stop putting new stuff out, and just kind of it's just getting to that point in my age that that's why I have you guys around to try to find new artists, but this week wasn't one of those. So anyway, we'll just keep going and, uh, <laughs> and we'll talk. Just the short little jabs. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's not like a full, like, uh, yeah, I'm trying, to set, up, I'm trying to set up, you know, the five listeners we have oh, okay. you know, of what's to come. And so, you know, without, without kind of going into full detail until we get there, but yeah. they kind of, kind of know which direction I'm heading. Yeah. All right, so, so that, what are we, so uh, we going to do now? You want to do the picks of the week or you want to go into uh, Nate's? Yeah, let's, uh, do, let's do picks of the week because <laughs> we got to save Nate's picks for last. Come on now. I know. Well, you know, I was trying to change it up a little bit just because, well, maybe we don't need to. So All hey, right, you don't it, just let you know, you don't need to shit on, you know, one of your five listener songs, by the way. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you want it to be four. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> That's true. I got. I got to keep all the ones. Like, yeah. Let me. Let me. Let me cross out some of my scores here and change it a little bit. Oh, that was a two. Looks like an eight. What are you? Yeah. Look at it. Oh, I, all of a sudden, I just imaginary listened to it again. It. It sounds oh. wonderful. Oh, it's so good. What uh, do we? What do we talk about? Daft Punk here, because I. Yeah, I kind of teased that I was going to give you Daft Punk. I think two weeks ago, and 
I didn't know which one to pick, but I went with Daft Punk's Discovery uh, being one of their earlier ones. I think it's their second studio album. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it is. But when Homework came out, that was very, very influential on the EDM scene. And then this album came out and just literally let the scene on fire. Uh, these songs are all iconic. They're all something that you have heard before and I and you want to hear again. I love it. Uh, songs like One More Time, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Uh, even Kanye West has a Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Yeah, Come that's what now. I thought it was. When I heard that song, I'm like, huh? Yeah, it's, it's an original EDM song before Kanye West flipped it. So it, they're very influential. And I mean, similar to what your group did, they pretty much showed what could be done. Um, and these guys were together for so long, just breaking up, I think in the end of 2021, uh, just because they were just like, yeah, we're done making music. We've done all we want to. We're, we're happy retiring. Well, what they're old. The, what do you, they were in this. They're Niles probably, Rogers, isn't it? Niles Rogers is one of them. Uh, they're probably 50 now. Cause I mean, they came onto the scene. Hey, watch yourself. They're, they're on the scene in the early nineties, just like Nirvana yeah, and Dave. Grohl. Be careful there, boy. But Daft Punk is fantastic. All I, right, I Nate, love them. Let's hear your take on this one. On the Daft Punk, yeah, I was actually surprised to hear some of these songs and be like, oh, that's how I know this song, you know, especially uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. No idea that that was uh, Stronger, you know, with Kanye West. Uh, mm-hmm. One more time, I think I've heard that at every wedding you know when i I used to work in uh the service industry uh, i heard that song heard that song way too much um their last song too long i didn't really pay attention to it because it was too long it was 10 minutes long but yeah no shit what the hell i love that song yeah i didn't uh (laughs) i didn't really think i made it my attention span didn't make it through but i you know i found it really catchy you know all the songs were really catchy i didn't find it um I guess it's pretty inspirational though for other artists and stuff. So I can't really knock on it that I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but it wasn't, it's definitely not something that I'd really listen to a whole lot, but I would say when it comes on at the right occasion, I think, I think you can have a good time with it. Uh, They are 47 and 48. What? They're getting up there in age too. Okay. They're 47, 48. So you're at 14 songs an hour and one minute. Yep. Hmm. Honestly, Matt, this sounded like a bad 80s movie soundtrack. They did the Tron soundtrack. Well, that which is makes, fantastic. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I did hear Herbie Hancock on some of the songs, which is a guy out of the 80s that was kind of more of the uh beginning part of EDM stuff. Um honestly, Matt, this one was tough. Really, I, I I had to really struggle to listen to this one. I mean, I I understood the harder, better, faster, stronger song, but I actually thought that was Kanye West on it, and it, and apparently it's not. Um, <laughs> no, you know, honestly, I just oh, I yeah. And then the last song, kind of like Nate said, it's kind of like, is this thing fucking done yet? Because <laughs> I'm done. I'm and like, also, done. his name's Yee. By the way, we got to stop this. Oh yeah, sorry, Yee. Yee. Ye. <laughs> ye piece of shit ye okay um did you guys know they're also from france i did not what 
Yeah, they're French. Daft Punk is French? Yes. How do you say Daft Punk in French? Daft, Daft Punk. punk. <laughs> Uh, sorry (laughs) we said the same thing at the same fantastic oh my god fine all right so let me tell you about my album this week after i got the list from nate (laughs) decided to go a little different route and picked metallica's master of puppets just slightly different six release now i came across this album because i wanted to pick an influential album from my generation, per se, um, but I also wanted it to be a a critic influential album. So I, I looked up a lot of influential albums of all time, and this one kept landing in. Some of it was in the top ten, some of it was in the top twenty. Most of them, were, let's just say, top twenty. Uh, some of them getting as high as like five or six. Okay. Um, when I first heard metallica this was not the album that i got my metallica fix on it was actually the album after this which was injustice for all my favorite metallica album however after going through injustice for all and the black album and load and reload i started ride the lightning don't even discount ride the lightning ride the lightning was before this one oh that's fair so Ride the Lightning and then Master of Puppets came along. And after listening to Master of Puppets, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. So according to one of the um, one of the articles that I read, I'm just I took a snippet out of there saying in the early 80s, heavy metal meant either earnest young men from Sheffield dressed in denim and Steph Leopard. Yep. Or uh, lucrative young men from Los Angeles dressed in spandex, glam metal, hair metal. Metallica took their cue from hardcore punk. Their version of metal was sped up, confrontational, and dealt with weighty issues like politics, death, and mortality. Their third album inspired a generation of kids and other bands to take their music seriously. This is where it started to separate the hair glam metal into a darker, faster metal. This album really opened up many doors for artists coming up in the post-punk world. Sad world to be in. Punk is Mm. fantastic. So that's kind of why I picked this album. Not only because of what I just said. It's a damn good album. Now, granted, it may not be your genre that you gravitate toward but there are things that led up to current bands current music that may have taken some away from this one i will say of metallica's albums this is teetering between third and fourth uh on my list and you, see you are just a, a, a num numbskull I, I got i can't even say because because for me I think 1A and 1B, their two best are Injustice for All and uh, the Metallica self-titled Black Album. Those are the top two albums that I think easily are better than Master of Puppets. But Master okay. of Puppets or Ride the Lightning is where I bounce back and forth on. I enjoy both for different reasons, but I don't think they're nearly as good as Injustice for All and the Black Album. But okay, it, so- it could be not as influential, right? 
but I don't I, think I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there because in that time now, and you could not, you can't go back in time and, and relive when this time came out, mm-hmm. but when it did, it was kind of a Nirvana ish type of revelation. I mean, we're still kind of, we're kind of new age pop, which was coming out of Britain, uh, Europe, yep. which is like Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys and Tears for Fears. We had that going. You had the hair metal going. You had country, which it, 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 back it's then always was there. Just, right. But there wasn't really, you had your, your poppy stuff, your Michael Jackson's, everything else. But there wasn't that next level above glam hair metal. I mean, Iron Maiden kind of came close. Um, I was going to say, you had Nazareth couple, is kind of there. But, but they never took that next step, that, that critical step higher to push boundaries. And these guys did, but they, they kind of tailored it. You can look at, you can listen to Ride the Lightning. Yep, that's, that's hey, I'm a 20-year-old punk. I'm going to throw as much shit in your face and see how much you can handle. Then they tweak it a little bit. And then you get Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets was a grown-up Metallica, kind of. They they knew what, what about, they could do. What about Judas Priest? Is that kind of the... But Judas Priest wasn't as fast as Metallica back then. That they were true. hard. They were, they, were the, they were like the upper echelon of glam hair metal. They were still kind of a glam metal, you know, but Metallica took glam metal, sped it up, and came harder with guitars. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, it was just a different, a different time, um, and it was kind of like you, you, you get you get the one small little isolate group of kids. They were Metallica fans, and then everybody else was just kind of whatever. You know, hey, they're they're freaking Metallica fans. You stay away from them. But that's that's what it was. It was kind of like the cult following, and then the cult just kept getting bigger. Yeah, I guess, and that that probably influenced like uh, grunge style stuff too, or well, even like uh, heavier grunge like Pantera. Even it, exactly, it just kind of changed. It was the start of what was to come later on, and then everything got thrown down the drain with new metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate All right, metal. Nate, you're up on this one. Yeah, I just I'm curious because I. I listened to Metallica when I was younger a bit more and I guess I didn't put two and two together, but it just sounds like that when they're playing the guitar, they're doing the guitar solos. I don't know why it just has like a distinct sound to it compared to any other kind that I've listened to where it, it sounds to, I, you know, I had trouble listening to the words because this is not the kind of music I listen to, but, and it just, it's like addicting to listen to how they play the guitar over any other band i feel i don't know the way they what i don't know if it's their style how they what kind of instruments they're using but it just sounded it sounds so like christmas i don't know how to explain it it is different it's um you know you just turn the volume up a little bit more on the guitars and they kind of drowned everything else out but they're still back there everything else is still back there but the car the guitars are front and center yeah, I really liked I really liked Master of Puppets. Uh, that was really nice to listen to. Same with Battery. I really I really enjoyed it. I was in the gym listening to this, and I think every song that I listened to, I could I could get behind. It was you know this I like 
I do like easy listening stuff. This obviously isn't it. It is not something I'm just going to turn on on a car ride, but I feel like it's something, you know, in the gym or just trying to like amp myself up a little bit. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is some good stuff to listen to. I actually liked it. You didn't convert me fully, but no. And that's okay though. At least it, it introduces you to something that you may or may not have heard before. Reminded me of Guitar Hero back in the day. Oh yeah, bringing up those. This, days. this 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 album. Okay, so this album came out. I was 15 years old. So if that gives you any indication, um, I'm 50 now. You know, it's 35 years ago. It's going to be 36 this year. I mean, it, it it was. I was afraid of this album when I was 15 years old. And it's not until Matt's albums, which is Injustice and the Black album which were a lot more commercialized. And if you go back and look at some of the reviews, they're calling them sellouts. They're calling them this and they're calling them that because they were trying to get more radio play out of Metallica. But this is the real Metallica was like master. And if you go back and listen to like Garage Days uh, EP um, and, and some of the earlier stuff that they put out, um, you know, they started getting back into that with St. Anger, even though that's not very good. I think Hardwired's a self-destruct is a little bit more of their um, older stuff instead of the newer stuff, um, which is technically newer, but anyway, just earlier versus later. Um, and I'm not going to try to take away anything from the black album because I think the black album is phenomenal. I think and justice for all, it doesn't get the, the justice it deserves because I think it's a, a phenomenal album as well. But this one here was just kind of one of those that didn't quite fit when it came out however later on played a bigger role than most people realized at the time it was released maybe that's a better way to put it i think that's a good way to format that so all right well that just wraps up the picks of the week and that's enough of that so yeah we get into nate's albums heck yeah this uh this was great for me terrible for jeff because <laughs> all of these albums are up my alley. I've listened to I pretty much all of them. All of them but one I've listened to before. So um, that's, that's I guess, is a good thing for me. Uh, but we can start it off with probably an easier one for Jeff with uh, Khalid's American Team. Oh, we're going that way? Okay. I thought we were going to go five to one. Now we're going to, I don't think we're going to skip around. We're not given in any order. Not to my well, you gave them to me in a freaking order. That's what I put them in. (laughs) Oh, fine. All right, let's go. Khalid's American team. Well, I will say, Young, Dumb, and Broke was my number one song, I think, in 2017 and in 2018 on Spotify. So that's that's a good start. Um, the consistency of this album, very fun. It's more of the RB poppy side of this, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think I think Khalid I think he went five time platinum on this album. If, if I'm not mistaken, five time platinum. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two songs over a billion plays, Jeff. Yeah, I, I I'm aware of that. Uh, there, it's not a small album. This is a pretty big album. Four time platinum, by the way. Four time. Okay, I was off by one, but All this, right, Matt, you can shut up now and let Nate talk for a little bit because you know, see, this just launched him into stardom and put him at number twenty five in the world right now, currently. Mm. 25 in the world that's pretty impressive mm. but yeah i'm curious nate why why did you like this album because i know khalid has some other stuff like free spirit and things like that 
Well, first off, I just want to say it's very hard because I don't listen to albums. I just, you know, I hear songs and it's just kind of whatever. So I picked, I went through like the list of like songs that I had and went from there. Mm -hmm. I always liked uh, Khalid's voice. I listened to some of his newer stuff too. And for me, this is easy listening. This is car ride kind of stuff. This is the stuff I'll have on when I'm working. Why are you yawning? I'm sorry. Yeah, come on now. Get Uh, off the podcast. I don't know. I just think, like, at least with this album, there wasn't really a song I didn't like. Maybe lyric-wise, I don't always pay attention to it. I just, I I do like the beat more. I am that kind of person. But I think he had really good beats, and I would say his his voice is very unique for the pop scene compared to anywhere else, compared to any other person. Mm -hmm. Unique? I would go with unique. And, and the craziest thing about this album for me, he was just out of high school when he released this. So just like uh, really? he was 18 or 19 when he released this album. I can't remember which one. But I mean, you're sitting there living in your parents' basement and you're four-time platinum artist on an album. Like you're just sitting there like, wow, I did something. I just did one of the biggest things. So I got a question. Did, how did this guy make it to where he is now? Did he... Was it on Vine? Was it on Vine? Was dead before this album came out. Uh, was it on YouTube? Was it on TikTok? Was it on uh, TikTok? Wasn't around before this. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll look it up. I'm just kind of curious because I mean, I, I you know, I've listened to enough newer generation stuff now to I'm starting to pick things out, things I like, some things I don't like. I've heard the song "Young, Dumb, and Broke." However, it's because of TikTok I've heard it, not because of something else. Um, so, I, you know, this is 15 songs of just under 55 minutes. Um, I, I, his, his voice, I mean, whether you guys are like it or not, to me, it sounds whiny. And it's, and it's, it's, a, it's hard to listen to. Um, his stories are interesting. Don't get me wrong. The, some of the words and some of the songs were very interesting, but I go back to the vocals and there, there is this vocal voice or this type of vocals. It's the same thing with some of the Matt stuff. I'm going to say the same thing about yours. Mm-hmm. I, just, I get lost. I, I just almost want to tune it out. And, it, and it's not, it may be very good, but to my ears, I just clam up and... I'm done. And it's just, it's, it's just, you've got a bunch of those guys in this, in this group that have very similar voices. They're, they're definitely unique. However, this one is a little bit. Um, well, when I first saw Khalid, I thought it was the DJ Khalid or whatever it is. Khaled? DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. I couldn't do that to you. I couldn't no. do that to you. I actually thought I was going to, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy's stuff. I've never heard it. I think he's kind of cool when I've, I've heard him talk or interviewed. So I'm like, oh, cool. And then I looked this guy up and I'm like, no, oh, that's not him. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess we're going to try it anyway. So, oh my God. Sorry. No, 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 not you. I was, I've been reading. Um, he was first discovered through SoundCloud, which is like the SoundCloud rap era, which, I mean, this is prevalent on a couple of other things that Nate has here. But right. he was got blown into proportion, like massively. Because Kylie Jenner had a Snapchat video and the song was playing in the background and people liked it, so they looked it up. Oh, you're shitting me. Holy that's crap. He's that a fucking the, Kardashian 
Oh, that, that is the dumbest way worse. for him almost to like to blow up. Uh, I'd be almost embarrassed. I wouldn't. I mean, look at he's 35th in the world right now. Hey, I'd be embarrassed to be a millionaire. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is a three for me. I'm not coming back to this one. Wow. Better, better than I, I thought. I, I can't. I gave this one a seven. So I can't. This one's tough for me. I think there are some highs. I think there are some songs. I'll be honest. I thought that Jeff, I thought this was going to be, you know, uh, I thought this was going to be the top one out of the five. Not going to lie. Actually, it's not. I'm surprised. (laughs) However, I'm going to tell you that this is going to be a very common number. (laughs) (laughs) Except Um, for one. We'll move on to one of the, the next album that you gave us. Which, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I don't think I've ever fully listened to this album uh, in one sitting. I've seen it. I've listened to it in bits and pieces. But this has another album with two songs over a billion plays. We're talking about Juice World's Goodbye and Good Riddance. Um, Unfortunately, Juice World is uh, the artist that Jeff was talking about who passed away at a young age due to to an unfortunate overdose. Um, And this album came out before he passed away. But you look at his catalog, and I I'm upset, in a sense, for Juice World, because they keep releasing songs and things like that. Uh, with his so what name. year did he die? Was it 2019? Yes. Okay, so it was after he, the release of this one. So this one technically was his last release prior to death. I'm pretty sure Death Race for Love also came out, but before then, he died. Yeah, but then Legends Never Die. Uh, they made an anniversary edition of this album. And the Fighting Demons album. Uh, I mean, again, you've got, you know, you got two songs on here that are over a billion plays. Yeah, it, I, I will say this, though. It feels like Juice World's estate is just money grabbing. And that's yeah, it really is. Because you can see the same thing that's happened with other young artists that died a little too early. Um, same thing with XXX Tentacion. It seems like his estate is just money grabbing. And it's unfortunate because it, these were all, you know, obviously pre recorded before his death. And there was a reason why they didn't come out. It's probably because he didn't like them or he didn't want to put them out. And right. this, this happens. Um, I think the only other estate of people who are putting music out for a good reason was Mac Miller's. But that's because his album was pre planned before he passed away. And so I think, but it even was... then, even then, I mean, yeah, if it was pre-planned, fine. But I mean, <sighs> it's tough because you. you it, it, I mean, it, I know Nirvana did it back in the day after Cobain died, and just because they had one or two songs and recorded, and then they put out a, a an album and put some B sides on it, and some, you know, mm-hmm. some recording, uh, you know, from the studio recordings and things like that. I mean, I understand. But you know, there was in that particular case. I mean, there's two other guys you're still st- trying to support. Uh, yeah, I was all. gonna say it's not like it's just one person. No, yeah. it's not. You know, that it's was a not. whole band compared to. But, I mean, you know, and that, that you know, and I'm not trying to compare Kurt Cobain to Juice World by any means. I mean, it's still tragic because they both died at a young age. But there are other people behind the scenes that, you know, maybe a girlfriend or a wife or kids or whatever. You know, you know, at least in Cobain's, he was married, had a kid. You know, so there was people that he was supporting and, you know, when, when they overdose or die that fast and I mean, the income stream just stops. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it's done. Whatever is done is done, uh, you know, and it's just, it's terrible, but I, I <sighs> this was a tough one for me too, but 
Um, Nate, I, you know, your your um, your generation, yours, Matt's, everybody else was all brought up on on buying songs instead of buying albums. Yep. You guys were buying, you know, it was it was iTunes or you know whatever source you could get it from that Lime you could wire. buy individual songs. So yeah, you're right. It is tougher for you guys to do albums because you just don't know albums. You know songs of albums. Um, and even the younger generation, even going younger than Matt now, probably doesn't even know albums exist because they just assume that these songs are just released. I mean, realistically, I mean, yeah, I, I understand, you know, vinyl's making a comeback. CDs are starting to make a comeback now. I mean, it, there is something to say about, um, you know, holding physically holding an album uh, physically holding a CD and reading the, the, the band's take on it, uh, you know, maybe on some of the inner stuff that they include. Um, you know, but you know, you guys are not used to that. You're just kind of getting introduced to that more lately than prior. So your, your, your musical background may not be exactly, you know, picking albums, which, uh, you know, this is, this is a little bit of a different, um, format or platform to do that but you know once you start listening to songs and you can i mean that's really what they were in, intended to do all along was to get you guys interested in some of the artists and listen to the rest of their music so that you would buy the album and that's how you know singles were really released and that really doesn't happen as much as it used to no i think uh collectively people's attention spans uh they don't go last that long i mean spotify it Right. Accessibility wise, it's just so much easier to click on a playlist that has all these preloaded songs of your genre and it just goes Absolutely. through that. True. And, you know, it takes a lot more work. I mean, work in quotations <laughs> to really <laughs> dive, you know, to really dive in and like go like, oh, I really like this artist. Let me, you know, listen to more of what they have. No, you're just going to go to the next one. And that's just how it's been since like iTunes, I think, probably started yeah, that really. I mean, you're, you're kind of, you know, toward the, the beginning part of that generation. I mean, because when you were probably younger, they were still doing CDs and just I kind of transition yeah. over. I bought albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they were just trying to transition over the MP3s and everything else, probably when you were a kid. Um, and when I'm saying kid in your early to mid teens, you know, so, I mean, there's been a lot of progress made as far as how things are done um you know it, it's changed it's kind of waffled back and forth but you're right i mean this is this is trying to introduce people to say hey these artists actually put out albums and you know hey there might be other songs you might like and that's you know that's the reason for it but i think we're getting back to that as a generation uh as musically we can get back to that generation uh and, and get and back to actual album listening instead of just track listening so anyway i mean that was just my little that was, yeah that was a little ranty but that's okay well it is but <laughs> but it, it needs to be said because i you know nate's not the first guy to come on here or gal to come on here and say well i don't listen to albums well we yeah and that's that's hard because you know that's we're asking you to give us a favorite album and you may or may not have one and so now you're having to try to come up with something but you know, that's, that's just, it's a generational thing. hundred mm -hmm. percent is so. maybe, maybe next time we, uh, if we bring people on again, we'll ask for a playlist. Didn't we get a playlist from the Mr. Zach? Yeah, we did. We did. And that uh, didn't go very well. No, it didn't. 
but that's just because I hate Sorry, Zach. Playlist. Um, anyways. Okay, so, but, all right, let's Juice get back World to here. Juice World. Goodbye, good riddance. Uh, there was a solid six-song stretch from two to seven that are all very popular, over 300 million plays, um, that very deservingly so got the most plays on the album. Uh, after that, it's kind of garbage to me. Yeah. I, like... Like you get the good six songs and I'm not upset with that. But then you realize that it is a 17 track album, basically 47 and a half minutes. There's an intro and there's two skits at the end. So basically you're getting 14 songs. Six of them are enjoyable. Six of them I didn't care for. And that's just, that's the way it's my math doesn't line up there. Eight of them I didn't care for. But I mean, that's just sometimes how albums work well, out. Your math still doesn't work. It's eleven you didn't care for. If you only like, <laughs> no, because if I said that we're not counting the intro and the two skits, which is three. Okay, fine. Yeah. So eleven it's, minus it's, so three. So seventeen eight. minus three <laughs> minus six. Yes. Yeah. How many songs you didn't like? Yes. Which is which what, is eight? eight. Okay, good. We're on the same. I did page. get my math right eventually. All right. But, fine. We all went to college. Very good job, guys. Good job. Yeah, we all we all have college degrees here. Yeah. Uh, but for those six, they're good. They're they're massive hits, and they were kind of what pushed Juice World into the stratosphere. So I mean, I'm not opposed. To I'm, it. I'm kind of guessing the same thing that the reason Nate liked it was probably those six songs. Yeah, I'll be honest because when I'm like going through these albums and I listen to other songs and I'm like, yeah, I guess this is why they didn't get that popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's but it's just fair enough some formatting and that all it is all right so i i have a question for you guys and i'm going to see if you guys know the the artist i, I know you're not going to know the song name but you might know the artist on lucid dreams which artist is sampled in that one Ooh, sampled Oh, yeah, I, the, it's, under, uh, the, the undertone there is a sampled it's song. It's Santana, actually, isn't it? Nope. Is nope. it is it a guitar player like that though? No, nope, it is not. Really? Okay. Yep. Oh, there's no way I'm gonna. Uh, no, probably know, not. It? It's actually Sting. Sting. Okay. Wow. It, the song is called "Shape of My Heart" and it's off of the album Ten Summoners Tales," came out in 1993. So oh. I'm gonna play a little bit just to give people an idea. I'm going to play Lucid Dreams, and then I'm going to play um, The Shape of My Heart, and I'll show you. the first 22nd of lucid dreams now i'm going to play you stings version all right hold on gotta get to it (laughs) all All right you ready you ready there's 20 seconds of sting i mean to be Uh clear one of the biggest things right now in hip-hop is sampling yep and so i mean that's a cool flip of a sample which interesting i did not know that one so 
I mean, you guys like the, the acoustic sound. That is one album that you might want to go listen to if you're bored or you're just chilling. Uh, it's 10 Summoner's Tales by Sting. Really good songs on that album. Uh, when Sting left the police and went solo, I mean, he, he started in 90 or 86 with uh, the Dream of the Blue Turtles. There was another one in there, and then uh, 10 Summoner's Tales came out in 93. But it's a very good album. Uh, the song Fields of Gold is on that album, which is another one of his big hits. Um, but Sting is a very unique individual where he is actually trying to, you know, I think some of his recent stuff he's done with some of recent hip hop artists that you guys listen to. So I know that he's trying to bridge that gap. He's always been a little more experimental when it comes to that, but you guys might, in, might be interested in something like that. It's a little more uh, acoustic, not hard rock, but uh, very easy listening. I know Nate, you said you, you mentioned the word easy listening. That is something that you might want to, uh, look into is is uh sting which originally was with the police hmm. yeah and i know one of, well, one of his songs every breath you take that was right. uh i think that was with uh with the police that was on synchronicity that's yeah. so tough daddy did a song with that song mm-hmm. oh yeah he did yeah <laughs> yep oh i forgot about but, that but i'm just you know he does get sampled quite a bit so mm-hmm. but anyway uh, other than that, I mean, I like that album just because I had a relation to that song. I knew the song. I, I went to it right away. Um, uh, to me, uh, um, a, a little bit of whiny voice here again. So I'm already turned off by that. I, I'm still, it's just unfortunate what happened. I think he had a very good outlook as far as uh, what he could do uh, musically and professionally um, I, I did like his lyrics. I just, I really struggled again with the vocals sometimes just because it's just a, it, it's just like, it's a, it's a whiny, it's like emphasis on the end of the word instead of at the beginning of the word. I, I don't know what it is. I haven't really quite figured it out, but it's, it's a very common thing in this newer generation. And I think it really started with like the likes of Bieber and then it just kind of took it and twisted it a little bit more. Well, Juice World's more like uh, his style of rap is like emo rap. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just that emo thing. It's just I. Again, well, to it's be another fair, three. To be fair, I mean, I like Lucid Dream. Generation very uh, emotionally heavy. I guess. Is well, it's say. almost like it's it's dark and heavy, and it but it's yeah. not. It's like it's like the voice doesn't fit the music. The music is pretty dark if you look at the lyrics. Oh, it, it definitely is. And I, there's no doubt about it. It's just that you, you got this really nice beat and then you throw that whiny voice in there and I'm like, going, mm, I'm done. Fair enough. But another three for me. This is a this is a six for me. I think that there is some good to it. There is some bad to it, but it's above average. I didn't mind it. All right. What do we got next? Oh, we got we got basically a quintessential album for any person that listens to r- rap we're, we're talking about j cole's 2014 forest <laughs> you were gonna say that one it is quintessential it is in every fit rap fans bag it's like it's like the one that you have to have in there because it is good it is fantastic this is timeless it's iconic um 
you could release this album now and I think it would still be as massive of a hit. Uh, I'm, I'm not upset with this at all, but I mean, you could release it back in the day. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, this this has made other people's lists that we've listened to because I, I do know I have listened to this before. Yes. And this I don't is, remember who it was. It might have been mine. Uh, Could have been. But like this, this is like a quintessential. It's like you have you have one of these or you have one of Kendrick. So you if you're talking about some of the like a rap fan's favorite albums of all time, it's either uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive or one of Kendrick's albums. So, I mean, this one came out in 2014. So, Nate, you were 19, 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, you, you were in the prime of your teen years, just getting into adulthood, probably in college, uh, probably partying it up, and this shit comes out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right on, actually. <laughs> okay. And, and, I, and I understand that because it, it does definitely, it pushes my boundaries a little bit. Oh, okay, a lot of the song like Wet Dreams. <laughs> well, I, it's not so much that; it's the extensive use of the N word. And if you've listened to some of my stuff before, or some of the podcasts, I am not a huge fan of that word. I mean, I, I honestly think that word needs to be obliterated, obliterated from the, the English dictionary. I just, it's just. It, it, I, I understand. It, it, I don't understand. I, 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 I'm trying to understand. Maybe that's a better way of doing it. The, the, the folks that use the word can call themselves that. They can call other people that, but others can't use that word, and it's considered derogatory and offensive. We'll just and so it's kind of it's hard, but it's hard. I know, I know, but it's hard for me you know, being brought up in the generation I did, you know, my parents used it as a derogatory slang against a generation. And that's how I always see it yeah. as a derogatory slang against a, 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 a not a, not a generation, but against a culture or against a, 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 a race. A, a, yeah. I don't, but I don't want to bring it to race because it, it is a race, but it's not. So to me, uh, it is a very hurtful, you're being there. You're being hurtful to that race, that that group of people that use that word. And when I hear it like this, and used every other word or multiple times in one song, half the time, multiple times in one line of a song, I um, I I just don't understand why they have to keep using that to me a derogatory word. It's not shit or fuck or asshole. It's it's worse than it's like a step above that um, because it is it is derogatory toward one race, not every race. It is derogatory toward one race because if somebody calls me that, I'm not offended. But if I were to call somebody else that, they very well be, could be offended. Whether they're black, white, gray, green, yellow, I don't care. But I, that's I have a really, really, really tough time when I hear this in song, and and I'm I'm okay with it. Trust me, I am, um, because I I don't ever want to limit somebody's uh, ability to put their own words into song or into written work or anything else. 
what it what it does is saying I have the right to choose whether I like to listen to this or I don't have to listen to it. So I don't I don't because as soon as you start telling people you can't do this, then you're 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 talking that you're you're going to basically start taking others out of there. You're you're going to be making not free speech. You're going to take that free speech away. And I, and I really, I, I really don't think um, you can do that, but what I'm trying to say is that those that don't like it, like myself, we can choose not to listen to this because right, that's fair. Right. But there are other people that you guys like this album and, and which is fine. And maybe you're not offended by it as much as I am, but, um, but that's the nice, that's the thing about being in a free country where you can have this stuff out there and it's great. And, and there's, uh, there's definitely people like it, but there's people like me. Yep. We understand it's there. We just choose not to listen to it. And that's okay. Yeah. That is fair. So, and I, and I, I really don't want to say that we need to start taking things out of the, the contents, but I can choose whether or not I have the right to choose. And that's what I like is that I, I do have the right to choose what I want to listen to, what I don't want to listen to. So, but again, this is just one of those albums that turns me off. As soon as that stuff comes, starts coming out, I'm just, I just shut down. It was, it it was 13 songs. It was an hour and four minutes. It it just makes me uncomfortable. So it's a two. This was actually my worst. Dang. I was sitting at a solid average of three before you said that. (laughs) You were, well, you'll get back to your three. You'd be a little above three (laughs) last, last, well, we got two albums to go. One of your albums to go. But do you I, want to say I just I also listen to a lot more rap too, so that you know, and, and and I grew up through rap. I, I guarantee you, Nate's the same way, and it's just like, it's just a, a part of our being raised. It is, I guess. It is but it's this was this yeah. word is used a lot more in let's say let's call it ninety ish or better rap, more so in the two thousands in the twenty tens mm-hmm. than it was in my generation. Because if somebody yeah. would put that in my generation. Oh my God! Would the, the freaking hell just caught on fire? I mean, that's just—I mean, it would have been—they would have been lit up like there's no tomorrow. But now it's just like common words. But yet, it's still a derogatory word in in today's society, unless it's in song. And then apparently it's okay. See, that's that's the problem it's, I have. Uh, I mean, is it not okay know. or is it okay? See, that's it's, the problem. It's not that. It's more along the lines of it's not just in song. It's in you know. Well, it's in it's okay. Let's call it spoken word, which is a song, right? But I'm just saying that it's you guys may not may or may not go around calling your friends that, but no, but no, right, exactly. But (laughs) but you're comfortable. That's that's the thing. You guys are comfortable listening to it, but you can't turn around and okay, um, you go around and try to sing J Cole's song while you got it on your headphones. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys would be killed. No, you just, uh, to be fair, I know when it's coming and I just don't say it. That's, that's the, that's the way it is when I go singing it. But to me, I like to sing along. I do I too. And I, I sing along the whole time. Except okay. For so you sing along, but you just don't say that say. word. Yes. So then why do we have to have that word in there? It's not my choice to put it in there. It's their the artist's choice. And I mean, I, and I, and I, I know that and I, I, I put really, it I'm, okay I, I'm it. not going to start saying that they, sh- but they need to stop using that word. <laughs> but they need to make that choice not me i'm just yeah. saying they 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 consciously uh, you can't say, keep saying don't don't keep saying they that's the well but that is because you can, i know I, but you can't 
to classify. I don't know of any white rapper that used that. No, it is a, it is it is. But I know that. But okay, we'll just know. we'll just end it here. We'll just all right. Fine. I will get. I could be on this. We're running late already as it is, but that's okay. I know. I know. We'll move on to the next album here. Sorry. Uh, you're fine. Uh, we got an early album from The Weeknd. This is when he had his trilogy of albums that came out, I believe, 2012? 2011. 2011, and this is one of them. Um, we yeah, this act- was strange. Yeah, we had the album Thursday, which is, uh, I guess, the middle of the line for The Weeknd on those releases. I'd say most people that listen to The Weeknd probably don't know that. I didn't know at all about that, but I really did like some of the weekend songs and I was like, let's just throw a curveball for you guys and pick something, you know, pick something from his earlier work. And I, I guess I was surprised that I'm not saying the song sounded the same, but they kind of, yeah, they're different. I mean, if you, if you listen to house of balloons in 2011, that's what you'd hear from like the weekend now, but this is a little different and echoes of silence is also a little different. So you're getting three different weekend albums where he's trying to experiment with what we're getting. And, and to be fair, Thursday wasn't bad. I think there are some shining moments on it. I think there are also some moments where I struggled to get through it. Um, but like, I think my favorite song off this one was The Birds Part One. And it's just, it's different. But it, it's not what you're hearing in like uh, After Hours or Starboy, one of, her big, one of his bigger albums. Yeah, Nate, this was, this was kind of different. So, I mean, yes, it was part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. of records that were released in 2011 yep why did you gravitate toward this one because this is this one is different than everything else that you gave us uh i i don't know there was no rhyme or reason i okay. just picked one know, that you thought might be interesting and then that was i it. went you know i was going through all these albums and you know i felt like i picked some that you know people are just going to know and i wanted to pick something that was a little bit different in the weekend i'd say is probably one of the bigger artists right now at least in He's pop top five i'm pretty sure yeah and i don't know i didn't He's i didn't number three in the world currently it's is definitely number not three three it's not an album where i you know i i can't say i enjoyed every part of it but i just thought it was interesting seeing kind of where he came from and i mean he definitely went more poppy i don't even know how to explain um some yeah of the, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you on this one because honestly when i saw that i had to listen to the weekend i'm like i i'm really not gonna like this <laughs> until i got to this album yeah i actually liked it wow you probably liked it more than i did i actually think he's got a phenomenal voice on this album he he does have a really good voice in general and i i just thought this was like if you're gonna say things that don't fit this one doesn't fit <laughs> With the rest of Nate's music, yeah. Well, yeah, I can see but that. even even the weekend's music, from what I what I know of, because I'm not going to be out trying to listen to all the weekend's albums, because, but what I've heard of and the things I've heard on the radio or heard on, you know, Super Bowl or whatever he played, and yep. you know, I I I you know I hear things, you know, they just come up in, you know, scanning the radio stations or whatever, and you hear it, and you know, some of them are very catchy. This one. I'm not saying it wasn't catchy, but it was more musical. Let let's say, yeah, that's I'm fair. like, huh, this is a little different. And then then you start looking at the number of plays. There's one song that has 23 million. The rest of them are hanging around a half a million plays, which is very low for your guys as artists that you guys listen to. 
very low for the number three artist in the world on Spotify. Right. Even was, had Drake I'm in to, one of them. I'm, I'm trying to rack my yeah. brains. Like, I mean, I, I get, I get it, but it doesn't fit Nate's other picks. And I was trying to figure out: is this just one thing that? And, and, and we all have those albums that we really just love, but the critics didn't love them, or others don't love them. But for whatever reason, it it just hits that tone in in your ear that you just grasp onto or latch onto and say, God, this is great. I got to, I got to keep listening to this. Uh, this was one of those weird albums that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind this at all. Like, okay, this, I mean, I still, I'm still not a huge fan, but compared to your other stuff, this one was great. So fair enough. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I am very happy that you brought this one just because of the fact that it wasn't your run-of-the-mill radio played songs. It was something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, like I wanted to go with something that even I didn't I like know. That. Just wanted to just do something different. And it's you can hear more of just all the different instruments in his music too compared to the pop yes. as well. And, and honestly, I had never heard any single one of those songs ever. Same. Yep. <laughs> and I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah. Now, did I, cool. did I did I fall in love with it? Not really, but it was not bad. Okay, what did you give it? Because I'm curious. I still gave I... it a five, but I'm, oh wow, you did better Let's than go. me. Yeah, you got I a five. Gave this one a four. So I actually didn't mind this one. I, I might not come back to it, but I'm really happy I got to listen to it because I think it, it gave me a better uh, feel for where he came from. And I and you know, there's some bands that that you know may be better in 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 the newer stuff and worse than the older stuff take metallica for matt's pleasure listening pleasure yep um but you know in this case sometimes their older stuff's better than the newer stuff so fair enough uh, but you know the, the cool thing is is that he can experiment and not just sit in one little box He's got I mean, that box expanded he, a little bit. Even with it, his new album, Don FM, had a very 80s pop sounding aspect to it. Right. Which is different but, from the other stuff that he had, which I was ex- actually not opposed to listening to it. And I love that artists can do that. And it 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 may or may not be critics' favorites, but it just shows their their willingness to try, their willingness to um you, you know experiment brands. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's it's awesome and and this was just one of those things that i'm glad that i did listen to it um i I just have a better a better respect for him as an artist so that's kind of cool the last album here we're on to our last one nate brought us was bazzy's cosmic now this one very interesting because it was one of those albums that yes it was more of a slow burn as it gained more and more in popularity as the years went on. Because this was released in, what, 2018 and mm-hmm. became more and more popular with TikTok and TikTok sounds as well, which actually pushed him more into the stardom, as you could get, say, I, I would say, which, which is really yeah, the, interesting. Yeah, the, the best thing about this, this was the shortest album of his list at 16 songs in under 43 minutes. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh, said out loud. Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, 
when I heard the song myself, I'm like going, I know that song. Yeah, yeah. it's a TikTok song. Yep, like I said. I didn't I know didn't. the name was myself, but now I, I know. Didn't, I didn't even know it was a TikTok song, not going to lie. Uh, myself and uh, mine, very massive TikTok songs. Uh, oh, mine was too? Wait a second. Yep. From, it's like uh, 2019, 2020 TikTok. Like early 2020 TikTok. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that one, but. Yeah, you probably weren't on TikTok at that point there, Jeff. No, I probably pretty much toned it up by the time I got to there, but. Yeah. But I mean, this is this was a fun album. I I, I I've heard of Bazzy, but I think I've seen Bazzy in concert, um, unknowingly so, as he was one of the openers for Brockhampton's tour in 2018. I think, don't quote me on that, but I think it was Bazzy. Um, so Nate, Nate, I'm assuming that he's about the same age as Khalid. Uh, he's got to be close to that 24 so and i'm sure khalid by now is about that same age uh, khalid i think I mean, it's 23 yeah so so this one was 2018 so this one only came out four years ago 20, um he was 20 yeah you know I, I mean i i understand where you're coming from on this one i mean i know where you gravitate toward is toward is the same way I want to run from. So which is I would have been disappointed if you liked this one, Jeff. Okay. It was more of a test to see, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You passed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, Does that mean I failed? Well, you, I Matt, you always one. fail. doesn't matter. I gave this one a seven. I thought it was fun to listen to. And I actually quite enjoyed well, it. Well, you, you got another solid three. So at least you're, at that five, you get a little above three. Yeah, little above three. three Damn. You're not in Timmy category, so you're all Timmy right. Got, Timmy got four ones and a three, so. <laughs> you're not in Timmy category, so. No, that is, that is tough. I, you know, I, but, but I, I mean, this one, this album, again, the whiny voice, white guy, whiny voice, I, you know, <laughs> it's hard. I just, I. I, I I I never grew up in this stuff, but you guys actually did. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. I mean, so you're used to hearing that kind of voice. So I mean, that's that is your generational sound. Um, it's just See, but not, I don't even think of it as a whiny voice. So you might have ruined that. you might have ruined this for me because now I'm going to hear songs that I like, and then I hear the <laughs> voice, and I'm like. Uh, oh, see, well, that's whiny one. now. Shit. Well, see, then I'm just <laughs> I'm just working on trying to convert you over to the good side, and just away from this side. To be fair, though, even listening to it now in my head, I don't think it's whiny. I think it's just what? How can this not be whiny? Wait, wait. I think I think I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Right, and that's fucking whiny. No, it's not whiny. It's just you're portraying singing of it. Don't. Is it because I'm okay with that? Is it because it's like more mumbly? Like a lot that I picked that was, could be. Yeah, it was, it's more it's like they didn't like mushmouth. really. Yeah, they didn't really like articulate every word. It kind of. It's kind of mushmouth. Yeah, that was actually yeah. accurate there. Yeah. Right. I'm just. I'm like. It could be. It could ah, be. I just don't like that mumble sound to I, it. No, I don't like it. Which is very common uh, in today's music. Like, very yeah, I, we learn I mainly music? listen to mumble. We rap, learned so. that Me Jeff too. doesn't like this kind of music. That's not surprising. This wasn't no, something that. we learned. This is something we do. <laughs> <laughs> and I and, and I'm not trying to knock you down, Nate, because I mean, I I am so happy that you bring this stuff to me, because 
normally I would never, ever, ever listen to this kind of stuff. And now I have to listen to it. And sometimes I get shocked. Most of the time I don't, but at least I get to hear it. So I know I, I get it, you know, and it's, and it's cool. And that's kind of what I try to do when I give out my stuff is I want to give you guys something that you may or may have not heard before just to say, this is my generation stuff, or this is, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's the whole, the whole thing here is when we bring on guests, it forces me to listen to things that are outside my comfort zone. And definitely four out of the five of these are definitely way outside of my comfort zone. Um, but if, that being said, I don't, I, I do like it. I might bitch a lot because I have to listen to it, but in my head it's like, okay, yep. I've been there, done that. And I know the things I like and I know the things I don't. And, and, and this is not for everybody and it's just, but it, it has it, it has its purpose. It has its, its place in history. So there we go. Jeff, I do want to say a big reason why I listen to the podcast is to hear your disappointment in some of the songs that people pick. <laughs> so <laughs> well, you're getting, you're getting a 50 year old guy trying to listen to modern music that really I gotta say, I, be. I went with more safe picks songs that I know I'd, I'd like, or maybe songs that you didn't know as much. I, I actually have listened to songs from other decades that I enjoy even albums, but I went safer more comfort picks for me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Hey, if there's ever a spot open in the future. I think I would I can, love to have you. I come think back. I can surprise. I think I can surprise you and Matt. I, I think actually. you should. And I, and I, I would challenge you to do that because I think I, you know, you, the more you guys challenge me, Matt, I don't care, but <laughs> me is, is it, it, it's fun for me. I, I, you know, and I, I, I really don't say it is fun, but it is fun because again, I would never, ever, ever, pick up i wouldn't i i don't even know who the hell bazzy is <laughs> like who the fuck is this i'm like all right well that's that's on the list i gotta listen to it yeah, and you guys put a lot more thought when you're listening into your to these songs and you have a lot more insight where me i'm just listening to it you know i'm not really taking it in probably like you guys would so it's interesting to hear your your perspectives on how you guys view music because right. you don't just you guys do not just listen to it i can tell well, but you know, but we're, we're, I mean, this is virgin ears when you, I'm listening to this kind of stuff, you know, virgin well, it, it is. I've never heard it before. I've maybe, never you know, heard Matt maybe has, but I have never heard this before. Virgin. I mean, I heard my, I heard myself because now it's like, Oh, it's a TikTok song. Okay. Now I heard this one. Uh, I will. I will like to say though, Jeff, for you not knowing Bazzy, him still being what 331 in the world right now for monthly listeners. Kind of funny. Yeah. And, and honestly, probably, of the bands that are in the top 500, I maybe know probably a hundred. Really, yeah, probably. But, but none of my bands make it because no, but none my generation doesn't do this. No, they don't listen to. They Spotify. need to start doing this, and they get our generation numbers up, but they won't. No, so because you guys, you guys, this is how you listen to your music. It's 100%. not how my generation listens to this. When music. when Spotify went down like three weeks ago or something like that. I was like, yeah, you were freaking I, out. I was like, does does anybody else Spotify not work right now? I texted <laughs> the family group chat. I was like, is Spotify down for anybody else? And then I had to Google, is Spotify down? And I went to Spotify <laughs> Crash Linux, looking like, hey, did, did something happen? Yeah, Google servers went down, and that crashed Spotify. It crashed Discord. It crashed something else. Sure, it was it was hilarious to see that it just crashed a bunch of things. But I'm like, 
I, I'm at work. I and Matt's world came to an end for those little time that it was down. I, I'm constantly listening to music and <laughs> listening to podcasts at work. I don't like to sit there in silence and look at code. I like to have something in my ears so I can listen to something. But like when Spotify went down, yeah, it was a big deal. I struggled. I struggled. You know, again, Nate, I, I do appreciate you coming on because I think, like I said, it's just, you guys challenged me to, to you introduced me to artists that I would never, ever, ever think of listening to. Yeah. So uh, I, I also to, want to say to thank that, you. Thank Nate. you. Thank you for coming on. It, it's been appreciated. Here. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> we got to have you on again. It was fun. Yeah, it really was. Now I, now I really got to come up with an album for Nate that's really going to challenge him a little bit. Yeah, it's called MGK's Mainstream Sellout. <laughs> you don't have to do that to me. I, I don't even listen God to him. Damn it. It's so bad. Have I, you heard of the band Flume? It is. Oh, Flume is fantastic. Jeff will hate it. I love it. Um, but that's Nate, just because it's really experimental. Flume? I don't know Flume, no. It's really experimental EDM. No. Oh, I don't know if I like that. I'm not no, a big EDM won't. fan. <laughs> you, you, if Run. you struggled through, uh, this is through Daft Run. Punk, you would hate this. But <laughs> you know that that is uh, Schwam, one of Schwam's favorite bands. You know Schwam, Dad. Oh yeah, I do. I yeah. thought you were talking to Nate. I think no. You know, I'm not part of the conversation anymore. I'm just kind of tuning it out. Yeah, yeah. you're you're just the 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 side guest host. You know, I'm not even a side <laughs> guest host. I'm just a no. I'm just a a body that says a few words here and there. You're just you're just an old person that hates society. That's what you. <laughs> hey, give me a couple more years, man. Better yeah, fucking look out. Oh God. Look uh, out, I'm, gonna world. To, I'm gonna have to come over and fix your Spotify. Like you have to fix your dad's oh, music. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You serious? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get out of that. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys oh for listening. God. Yeah. Before I kill <laughs> don't forget to find us on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook by searching Positive Music. Uh, I don't know. Anything else you got to add there? Who? Me or Nate? I have no idea who you're referring to. Either of you. Anything else you guys have to add before I Nate? This? Nate, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, you know, I just, I'll keep listening to you guys. I love your podcast. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. Uh, shout out Mitty and Zimmerman because you wanted me to give you a shout out. And uh, <laughs> y'all have a great <laughs> Yeah, but that means they actually have to listen to it. Exactly. So, I'm getting you, you guys know, views. Yeah, my girlfriend we is going to this. I got up to you. seven by next week. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm Matt. I'm Jeff, and we're out of here. See you guys.